Welcome to a new episode of Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and thank you all for tuning in today here on TalkingAlternative.com. And uh, we have a lot to get to today. Uh, just a, qu- a quick little bit. Over the weekend, um, I was so thrilled to be in Quebec City for the International Federation of Orthopedic Manipulative Physical Therapists Conference, or IFOMPT, as they call it. Uh, I was there for a pre-conference course, and the name of the course was Explain Pain with Dr. David Butler. It was an amazing course, and I'll be sort of talking a little bit more about it over the next couple of weeks once it all kind of sets into my brain and digests and I kind of get everything together. Um, But don't forget, I do have our interview with uh, Dr. David Butler is up on the iTunes page. So if you go to iTunes podcast, search Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart, you'll be able to listen to that interview with uh, Dr. David Butler, which was great. Um, But one thing that kind of struck me as very interesting at the course, it was a course, like I said, for manipulative physical therapists, but the people in attendance at the course were more than just physical therapists. They were occupational therapists, physicians, nurses, and pharmacists all at the course. And then in talking with uh, Dr. Butler, he said that uh, in Australia, which is where he's from, the majority of his... Uh, the majority of audience at the Explain Pain courses are no longer physical therapists, the ma- because I guess a lot of them have already taken it, but the majority are now physicians, pharmacists, psychologists, and a lot of insurance uh, representatives, which is kind of interesting that that's happening in Australia. So it got me thinking about my show today, because today we're going to talk about the importance of utilizing uh, multiple medical professionals in the diagnosis and treatment of a patient, and the key being that these professionals work together, communicate with each other, so that the patient has the best treatments and the best outcomes for the patient. So joining me today, I have two doctors. I have Dr. Tamar Elbez, and he is a, certifi- a board-certified interventional pain management and anesthesiologist specialist. He completed his anesthesiology training at SUNY Downstate Medical Center and his pain medicine training at St. Luke's Roosevelt Hospital right here in New York City. He has extensive knowledge and experience performing interventional pain procedures for chronic pain syndromes. And as the director of the Pain Medicine Fellowship Training Program at Roosevelt Hospital, he educates physicians about various treatment modalities for pain management. He currently holds a faculty position at Columbia University College of Physicians and Surgeons and was appointed a New York State Pain Medicine Committee member. He's also part of the World Institute of Pain, American Society for Regional Anesthesia and Pain Medicine, and International Spine Interventional Society. Okay, that's number one. Our second doctor is, and I I hope I'm saying this correctly, you could correct me if I'm not, Arkady Lipnitsky. He has received his manual and massage therapy training in 1989, completed his Bachelor of Science degree from Stony Brook University, and graduated with honors from New York Chiropractic College in 1998, and has since been practicing again right here in New York City. He is a fellow of the American Back Association, North American Servo, Cervicogenic Headache Association has developed truly new, truly unique treatment tools and protocols, combining his advanced Eastern European massage skills with diverse experience in chiropractic rehabilitation medicine to treat some of the most challenging neuromuscular and skeletal conditions. So uh, to both of you doctors, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you for taking the time out today. Hi, Karen. How are you? Good. Now, did, please tell me, I, I hope that I said the names correctly. Absolutely. Okay, good, good. I was a little worried about that. Um, now, Dr. Elbez, you're at um, Saint, Saint, uh, Roosevelt, correct? Um, actually, a uh, little correction, I was going to tell you, I just left that position. I'm moving on to uh, Sony Downstate, back to the Sony Downstate, where I'm starting a new fellowship uh, training program over there. Oh, great. Well, I have to tell you, I have some personal experience with Roosevelt. I actually went there for, I had some chronic pain issues a number of years ago, and I went there to be treated by uh, Dr. Hertz. Yeah, he's, he's my mentor. Yeah, yeah, he was great. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so he was sort of the head of the pain management, and he was my doctor for uh, for a time when I was going there for for my chronic pain issues. So, um, and I had a great experience. Oh, great. So. Let's talk about, so I guess before we get into how you guys collaborate across disciplines, um, can you kind of explain to the listeners sort of why this collaboration is so important for the patients? Well, uh, Dr. Lipnitsky, would you allow me to? uh, Sure, please. All right. So um, oftentimes um, pain is is not just a, a... uh, it, it's a symptom. It's not a, 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 the diagnosis. And and to get to the core source of the pain, there are multiple pain sources, and uh, treating them will will take definitely more than one specialist. Mm-hmm. It's for the own benefit of the of the patient. And then pain once it becomes chronic, also it kind of like um, uh, does some changes to the body, changes to to the uh, mood, and and. Uh, then that can affect the pain perception of the patient. I mean, something can hurt somebody just a little bit, and the same same yeah, same stimulus can affect somebody and, and, and cause a lot of pain for him. Sure. And the difference is sometimes um, the tolerance for the pain, but also the mood of the patient. Somebody might get depressed because of how long the, the pain uh, uh, um, has been there. And uh, just working together with, with other specialists is... Um, is for the patient's own benefit, and and uh, it gets it gets to uh, uh, you get better results when you when when multiple practitioners um, uh, look at the patient and treat them and, and collaborate at the same time. Now you have uh, a physical therapist, uh, a chiropractor, a physician, physician assistant, a pharmacist, a psychologist working together to 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 treat the patient. If they talk together, communication between them is very important. Um, Somebody might be missing something. Somebody mm-hmm. might need something to, to be done. I mean, I work with, with Dr. Lipnitsky in the office, and oftentimes he'd see the patient, and he'd see, like, a trigger point, and he would call me and would you please come in and assess the patient, and we'd do it right away, and the patient would feel um, much better, and he would leave the office very happy uh, because he, his pain was addressed right there and then mm-hmm. and, and uh, with multiple practitioners. So uh, it, 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 uh, it, it helps the patient a lot. Now, with the fellowship that we're doing right now, um, having uh, multidisciplinary uh, pain pain uh, programs is a must. I mean, to have uh, the program as we're starting it uh, again in downstate and it's going to mm-hmm. be incorporated in our practice, we have to have um, different disciplines, not just um, a light health profession. We have to have a physical therapy. We have to have uh, um, neurology involved. We have to have psychiatry involved. We have to have um, palliative care. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that is, is, is a requirement right now. Right, and I think that a lot of people don't realize how many facets that pain can take, you know, within different systems of the body, from the immune system to the endocrine system, the adrenal gland, you know. Yeah. There's just so many parts that are involved that it's it definitely takes more than just going to, you know, if I had, when I had my chronic pain issues, I was going to sort of multiple... Uh, healthcare practitioners, but that's because I, I, that's what I do. I'm a physical therapist. Yep. And so I think a lot of people think, well, if I have pain, then all I have to do is see the pain management doctor and that's it. Yeah. No, um, I mean, a lot of times we see, I mean, I, you as a physical therapist also will see that um, the patient comes in with a lot of pain in his back or in his neck and you see that the muscles are really tense. Mm-hmm. And you can treat the muscles and, and get them to loosen up. But then why did the muscles get tense in the, to start with? Mm-hmm. I mean, something else might have caused it. Mm-hmm. So so having multiple practitioners look at the patient and, and then talking together to, to come to a diagnosis is, is, um, is very, uh, very important. Yeah, absolutely. And um, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. So if you guys could just sit tight for a few minutes. And when we come back, we'll sort of talk about, you know, kind of how you're developing, well, I'd like to talk about how you're developing the fellowship uh, at SUNY and talk about how you guys work together uh, in within your practice as maybe a guide for other people listening. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Are you stuck in your business or career? 
trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Lebowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Are you fed up with talking points rhetoric? Everywhere you turn, it's left or right spin, ideology, no reality. In fact, it's ideology over intellect. No more. It's time for the truth. Join me, Larry Sharp, a.k.a. The Neo Sage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11 Eastern, for the Ivory Tower radio program. In the Ivory Tower, we'll discuss what's important to you, society, politics, business, and family. It's provocative talk for the realist and the skeptic who want to know what's really going on, what does it mean, and what can be done about it. So gain special access to the Ivory Tower and listen to me, Larry Sharp, your Neosage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11, New York time. Go to ivorytowerradio.com for details. That's ivorytowerradio.com. The Ivory Tower is a great place to visit for both entertainment and education. Listen in, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11. It will make you smarter. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, coming to you live today from New York City. And I have two guests with me, Dr. Elbez and Dr. Lipnitsky. They are both from uh, practicing here in New York City. And we're talking about how healthcare professionals can communicate with each other to help make a better patient experience. And... uh, uh, really, we're talking about when normally when patients come to see to see us, physical therapists, chiropractors, obviously a pain management doctor, they're going because they are in pain. So let's talk about, uh, t- I guess, to a question for both of you. Um, where does the patient fit into this collaboration? So you have you guys obviously collaborating, speaking with each other. Where does the patient fit, fit into all this? Uh, well, well, let me take in that, Karen, and this is Dr. Lipnitsky. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just general understanding of pathology to start with is extremely important. Placing the right diagnosis and establishing short and long-term treatment goals. Mm-hmm. When, uh, well, me personally coming from alternative and special rehabilitation background, uh, I've been looking always at the pathology as here we have a, a joint or a spine, we have a restriction in motion, we have to rebuild the restriction and then uh, rebuild the musculature around the joint or around the spine to stabilize. But in reality, it's not that simple, especially right. when we use, start seeing a more acute or more chronic patients with pretty serious problems, you really cannot jump into a treatment of rehabilitation before you get rid of the acute symptoms or acute inflammation. Mm-hmm. And acute inflammation can be a big stop uh, on the way to recovery. Sure. I'm sorry, I think you lost me for a second. No, nope, um, you're good. So in, in general, when the patient comes in, we evaluate where that patient stands in terms of uh, goals. Mm-hmm. If the patient comes with severe pain, the goal number one to get rid of the pain or as much as you can to mm-hmm. minimize the pain. If the patient comes, uh, we see a lot of athletes, dancers with the functional disability, then we start addressing your functional disability through assessments and plans of uh, rehabilitation those disabilities, maybe not even bringing a pain management aspect into the treatment plan. Mm-hmm. So it's really very patient-specific. We pay very uh, 
particular attention to uh, the details of symptoms and how the patient comes in into the practice. And basically looking at the patient either together or even apart, but mm -hmm. in collaboration within the same facility, we decide where the patient starts their care. Right, and, and, you know, I think that makes a lot of sense. And, and are you also looking at when that patient comes in, sort of their, kind of trying to assess their attitudes towards pain? Because you know how, you know, you have people coming in with various knowledge bases. Uh, if you're having dancers and more professional athletes, they may be a little more in tune to their bodies and, and maybe even a little more educated on pain science. So... Aside from, you know, going in and looking at the physical stuff, are you giving that explanation of, you know, of pain science, kind of where the pain comes from uh, with patients across the board? Well, I think it's essential to just understanding yourself on each patient mm -hmm. where particularly this pain, you know, fits in. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's a physical pain. Is it a weakness that causes the pain? Is it overweight that uh, stimulates the problem that, mm -hmm. that causes pain? Is it just the conditioning problem? Or in reality, the, is this really the, the inflammation, the, uh, whether it's a herniation or, or meniscal problem or, or internal problem that causes the, the pain, and you address it accordingly to your finding? Mm -hmm. Um, Let me elaborate a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I guess uh, it all depends also on the patient's goals. Uh, what his activities of daily living? Mm -hmm. Why is he uh, coming in? Uh, obviously, he's in pain, but is it uh, is he coming because he's just in pain, or is he coming because he can't do the running that he does every day, or he can't exercise, or mm -hmm. he can't really go to work, and 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 and, and uh, uh, so it's affecting his his uh, his um, work environment. So that that also uh, affects where we start. I mean, if somebody's really in, in an acute stage and, and needs to get back to work, needs to work. So, so that that kind of like uh, gives us a hint or on where to start. Right. So it, it all centered, I mean, um, evolves around the patient himself. Right. And and I know uh, before Dr. Elbaz, you said you know you're looking at pain as as a symptom, and and I know that there are. Uh, you know, some movements to, ca to call or classify pain as a disease. Yeah. And yeah. Where, where do you stand on that? Well, um, I, I, I'm kind of like neutral. I mm -hmm. think it, it, it can be a disease. I mean, we're seeing pain um, chronic as, as long as, like, somebody can have pain since um, his 20s and it stays with him until he dies. And, sure. Um, it's kind of like a high blood pressure where it's, yes, it's, uh, it's kind of like a, Somewhere between the symptom and disease, I, I think I think it's um, it's a good thing to have it as a disease, mm -hmm. to to reclassify it as a disease, because um, some a lot of people would look at, at chronic pain patients uh, with with uh, some skepticism, right? Um, and and that's that's again, I mean, it it maybe their experiences with pain weren't so horrible or weren't so bad, so that's why they look at these patients. So, but once they get the idea, or maybe um, once the reclassification, I guess, uh, happens, mm -hmm. um, if they perceive it as disease, somebody who's just like, his disease has pain. I mean, on, on our side, as professionals, we know where the pain is coming from, and we're mm -hmm. working on it. Mm -hmm. But as far as the public, I think it's, it's helpful for the patient to have it as a disease. Right, right. And, and I think it's what you just said is kind of important that, you know, what someone what one person feels as, as their pain is completely different to, to someone else, you know? Yeah. So when, and I think what's difficult in people with pain, especially when it comes to back and neck pain, which I'm sure you guys see an overwhelming amount of, exactly. um, is sometimes when you look at the person, they don't look like they're in pain. Yeah. You know, there may not be a noticeable limp there. They may not be using a cane or something, some sort of external feature to that. Yeah. And I think as a result with a lot of people who have never had a chronic pain condition can kind of think, well, you know, it can't be that bad. You're going to work yeah. or it can't be that bad. Like, are you faking it? Are you malignoring? You know, how, yeah. I guess in your world where you're seeing an overwhelming amount of these, of, of these types of cases, when they come to you, are you like they're, well, I've been everywhere else and I, I don't know, nothing's helped. 
You know, do you get those people who are at the uh, end of yeah, their exactly. rope we, who no one believes them? Gone. Sometimes they're really frustrated with the care that they have gotten. Maybe it, the frustration is coming from somewhere uh, somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's uh, something in their lives that's causing the frustration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like uh, try to calm them down, talk them, uh, go over everything, like um, really take our time with them. And and they kind of understand. They feel the, the attention that they're getting, the, mm-hmm. the concern that we have, and they respond better. Yeah. Yeah, and and I, you know, that makes a lot of sense. And like, like I said, I actually went to Roosevelt Hospital when I was having sort of my chronic pain issues, and I definitely felt that everyone there, like they were listening to me. It was, and that in and of itself kind of makes the pain a little bit better. You sort of de-threaten the level a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And and I think it makes a huge difference. Um, so let's go, uh, that was sort of, we went off on a little side note there, um, but uh, let's talk a little bit about how, when, let's say I'm a patient, I'm coming to you, I can use myself, I have had chronic neck pain for eight years, I come in to see you guys, how does that initial session go? You know, what happens within the clinic with that patient? Well, um, basically, you you come in. You'll see. Um, you'll see. Uh, you'll sit down with me. I'll 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 go over your history. I'll mm-hmm. go over your studies. Uh, if you have studies, mm-hmm. uh, if not, we'll 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 see what what studies need to be done. Um, we'll go over uh, uh, the history of the pain. Uh, where is coming from? How is affecting your life? Um, what are you expecting from the treatment? Mm. And and um, and then well I'll explain to you in details like what what how the way i see it if i can uh, if i can uh, make a decision based on the information that i have mm-hmm. or i need more studies and um, then you'll see also dr lipnitsky and you'll see also physical therapist mm-hmm. um, and they will all put our input um, basically uh, later on what will happen that uh, on a single day you won't see all t- three professionals you'll see maybe one of them but then as you're seeing one, if, if let's say you're having, uh, um, um, I'll see some weakness. So I'll take you, I'll, I'll, I'll call the therapist, I'll call the physical therapist, and we'll go over um, what's causing this weakness. Mm-hmm. If it needs, like, it warrants more studies or it needs, like, uh, to focus more on, on the physical therapy side, or, um, and, 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 and we take it from there. Mm-hmm. Right. So everyone kind of gets their own sort of individual. Uh, plan with their goals in mind so it's not I think a lot of people have the misconception that when they go to some of these pain clinics that it's like a cookie cutter kind of thing Um, you know what I mean like well if I'm going to go see the doctor well this is the way it goes first I get three shots and then if that doesn't work then I go because I've heard this from patients you know they come in and they're like well you get the three shots first if that doesn't work then we do this and then we do this and it's almost as if you know, there's no individualization there. Well, I, I, I guess I, I think they're talking about epidural injections. Right, if they're right. talking about the three shots. But then what if your pain is not coming from, from a disc? Exactly. What if your pain is coming from something else? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that, you know, to have someone come in and have that a little more individualized is definitely the way to go. Yeah. Um, and, and oftentimes, I, I, I would tell you, oftentimes I would see a patient with back pain and he has like a, a disc herniation, but then when I examine him, I, I don't think the disc is causing any problem. Yeah, sure. it's, a, it's a finding. It's sure. like uh, he had back pain, so he got an MRI, oh, we saw this. Right. If he didn't have the back pain or maybe if it didn't fall, we wouldn't see it. But That's it absolutely was right. So right. I, I don't have to treat it at this point. And I tell him, I tell the patient, listen, I, I know you have this. I'll show it to him. Um, and I'll tell him, I, I don't think this is causing any problem. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think your pain is coming from somewhere else. Let's just treat it. Maybe you just need some physical therapy. That's all what it is. Um, muscles are just a little tight. And oftentimes, even people with discarnation, the, 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 the acute inflammation would be going away, but then the muscle spasm would sure. linger back, and, and he would still continue from back pain just from the muscles. Sure, absolutely. I agree 100%. And on that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, so everyone stay tuned. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
Join the Metaphysical Center of New Jersey and the Association for Higher Awareness for two exciting events this fall, live just minutes from New York City in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Dr. Judith Orloff will address her bestseller, Emotional Freedom, and Greg Braden will discuss his latest book, Deep Truth, Living on the Edge. Are you ready for 12-21-12? Save the dates. Judith Orloff, October 18th, and Greg Braden, November 9th and 10th. For early bird tickets, visit metaphysicalcenterofnewjersey.org or ahanj.net. Hi, I'm Dana. And I'm Don. We are certified certified mediators. mediators. And I am a family and couples licensed therapist and author of Please Don't Buy Me Ice Cream. Our show, New Beginnings, is about helping you and your family recover financially and emotionally and start the beginning of your life. We'll answer your questions on divorce, family court, co-parenting, personal development, new relationships, blending families, and more. Dana and I will bring you to a place of empowerment and belief that even though marriages may end, families are forever. Join us every Monday starting September 10th at 10 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, and I'm joined today by Dr. Elbaz and Dr. Lipnitsky, and we are talking about uh, treating a patient with a painful condition and how healthcare practitioners and professionals can kind of collaborate and work together in the best interest of the patient. So, Dr. Lipnitsky, last time, uh, in the last segment, Dr. Elbaz said the patient will come in, he will evaluate them, and then kind of see, do they need to see you? Do they need to see the physical therapist? Yes, so we I th- elaborate on that because sure. it's important. When the patient comes in, they, of course, have some expectations because they have some other experiences. Right. Uh, we're somewhat trying to change the experience because, in reality, each one of us as the individual uh, practitioner, specialist, does something different from another practitioner. Mm-hmm. And in solo practice, we often try to do all we can within our field without really seeing a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. When we see the patient as the, let's say, a chronic pain patient, okay. they already had physical therapy. They probably see a chiropractor who decided to adjust their spine three times a week for the rest of their life. Right. We, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's it's. I was going to ask you about that, but go yes, ahead. That, let, let me just expand on that because it's something that doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, or they already had, like you said, three epidural standard care. Right. Well, number one, we never rush with injection because mm. it's something that can be always done uh, if the patient is very acute. I understand uh, because there's not much else you can introduce immediately. But if the patient is uh, in reasonable pain and we can address the pain in other ways, mm-hmm. I think it should be tried. With injections as well, we we not just using corticosteroids, and Dr. Elbas can, can expand on that. We use a lot of homeopathic injections, mm-hmm. for example, uh, ligaments, muscles, which have great benefit without corticosteroid effect. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's elaborate on the treatment itself. Right. Because I've been working together with the physical therapists and rehabilitation doctors for many years, Mm -hmm. probably 14 years at this point. And uh, I'm finishing actually my diploma in rehabilitation soon. So my understanding of rehabilitation is probably broader than the majority of the chiropractors because I had that previous experience with a lot of manual work Mm-hmm. and importance of that muscle, ligament, sure. uh, tendon stability, and what weakness can cause to the spine and the joints, and the uh, understanding of 
importance of rehabilitating that part, not just adjusting the vertebras mm-hmm. or, or the joint per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that. It, I see. Hello. Yep, you're okay. Oh, good. We know that uh, mobility. Are you with me? Sure. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, no, we know ahead. that mobility is very important. Poor mobility causes uh, poor mechanoreceptors, causes poor stability. We cannot build stability on poor mobility. Right. But addressing everything with the fact that just adjusting the spine will change things, well, maybe at some point it will, but not dramatically, not mm-hmm. for long term. Mm-hmm. We have to understand the, the importance of rehabilitating, meaning restabilizing. Re, uh, reoxygenating the tissue uh, and, and improving the overall condition of the patient, not just the body part. Right. I agree 100%. So, and that- so that's something that has to be addressed in a collaboration. You know, one practitioner usually cannot address all these little details. We have to talk about nutrition. We have to talk about importance of uh, uh, cardiovascular activity mm-hmm. when they, you know, further down the line, when they're able to uh, do significantly more exercises. And the exercise in particular, how important that into uh, in our lives, but it has to be introduced, especially in chronic pain patients, slowly. You cannot yeah. throw everything at them no. and get them back to level one. Yeah, no, you have to grade your exercises and grade your treatments. You know, otherwise the, the person, especially in chronic pain, if they have any central sensitization going on, it's just going to freak them out, and then they probably won't come back. Yeah, I agree. And so as, you know, if you try to introduce every single treatment on the patient at, at the same time at mm-hmm. once, the uh, first day, they're also going to freak out. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So I guess just by grading the importance of what's more important in this particular patient, this particular state, uh, whether it's uh, introducing some medication or maybe taking them off some medication, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. introducing that's, that's an injection, whether it's a corticosteroid or um, non-corticosteroid homeopathic, or maybe not keeping them away from injections altogether and start working with the muscles, ligaments, tendons, sure. elongating, stretching. We work a lot with impingement syndrome, like uh, chronic with musicians, Mm-hmm. We have a chronic scar formation. We have to break that and free the tissue in order for it to, to rebuild. Mm-hmm. And, of course, importance of, of utilizing the mobilization manipulation techniques to get the osseous structures moving well and for the tissue, for the uh, soft tissue to be able to start rebuilding. Right, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm glad that, uh, Dr. Lipnitsky, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was just about to ask, because a lot of people have that misconception, well, if I go to a chiropractor, well, I don't need my neck cracked. Right. I don't need to have my back cracked five times, you know, like you, you said, three times a week for the rest of my life. Right. And, and I think that that's, I'm, I'm really happy that you brought that up. And then in, in the midst of that, Dr. Elbas, when he mentioned, when Dr. Lipnitsky just mentioned maybe going off medication, or, yeah. or going on, and, and I heard you kind of say in the background that that is very important. So if, if a patient comes to you and they say, I'm on Vicodin, I'm on morphine, I'm on, you know, drug X, Y, and Z, yeah. how do you, do you look at, at everything that they're taking and, and how do you sort of manage all of that, those drug interactions with then what you want to do for the patient? Well, um we want to get our, our main goal is to get the patient to his um, original uh, functioning state, mm-hmm. or maybe even better. So mm-hmm. um, to do that, it's sometimes the patients has to be uh, have to be on, on on some sort of like medication. But mm-hmm. but then on these chronic medications or in these opioids or, or, uh, or the patient, even though some people doesn't affect them that much, they won't admit that it affects them. But it does affect the body. Mm-hmm. That's how it controls the pain. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not working. Sure. So um, it, it does affect the body somehow. It does affect the immune system. It does affect the mood. It does affect mm-hmm. all sorts of different systems in the body. Mm-hmm. So we want to minimize this as much as we can. So I'll tell the patient, listen, understand you're in pain right now. You're taking this. We want to get you functional. Uh, we want to get you uh, better. We want to get you walking uh, again. We want to get you uh, running again. But to do that, we're going to have to use other methods, um, collaborate with other practitioners, and 
we're have, going to have a certain point. We'll see how you're being lifted, and we'll go down on this. And um, most patients um, want to do that because mm-hmm. most patients are, like, genuinely in pain, and they, they, they want to take sure. drugs. Nobody wants to take a pill to, to, like, every four or five hours. I have to run in and take my pill. Otherwise, I'm going to be in pain. If I forget it at home, right. then I'm stuck at work. Um, nobody wants to do that. Of course so, not. Um, that's 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 a, one of the uh, our goals is to get them taking as less medication as, mm-hmm. as we can and maybe take them off medications completely. Most sure. patients with acute situation will be, do be a medication maybe for um, two or three weeks until the acute uh, stage uh, results, and sure. then, then they won't need it anymore. Right. Yeah, and and you know, like I said on this course over the weekend that I took called Explain Pain, um, what was uh, very interesting is that they he sort of said uh, you know everyone inside their brain has sort of their own drug cabinet of yeah. the brain so that for every one pain signal that is sent up to the brain so that one output of of pain from the brain there could be upwards to 200 uh i guess anti-pain signals coming down from the brain Exactly. Our own body secretes its own uh, yeah. uh, substance that's, that's a lot stronger than... Uh, actually, the endorphin is 30 times as strong as morphine. Yeah. Imagine we have that in our body, and it's not, not just working in the, in the blood. It works actually in the central system, so it's right. more effective. That's right. And I think, you know, for a patient to hear that, it might make them a little less wary of going off the medication. Because I'm yeah. sure you get patients like, well, I, I can't stop taking the medication. It's the only way I can get to work. Yeah. Or it's the only way I can be with my children or something. Yeah, exactly. So you're really working on a lot of different, different facets of, of uh, the patient from, from not only just the medical, but from their psychological and then what they have to do within a social context. And I think that's all very important. But we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back from the break. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. TalkingAlternative.com Hi, this is Nancy Tatro from Speak Spin Radio. Speak Spin Radio is an exploration of the world of communication, how it happens and how to make it better, because the quality of your communication has a direct impact on the quality of your life. Tune in Mondays at 2 p.m. on TalkingAlternative.com, where I'll be interviewing experts from business, academia, the arts, and new thought. Join me Mondays at 2 p.m. and get all your communications questions answered on SpeakSpin Radio. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at monty at montytaylor.com. That's monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at montytaylor.com. How's your game? Want to improve your performance, focus, and motivation? Then you need Aspire Athletic Consulting. Stop second-guessing yourself. Move your game to the next level. Bring back the fun of the sport. Help your child build confidence and self-esteem through sports. Contact Dale at Aspire Athletic Consulting for a free 15-minute power session to get unstuck today. Your greatest athletic performance is just a phone call away at 801-604-0294 or visit aspireconsulting.vpweb. Motivational coaching for athletic excellence. Aspire to greatness. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and I am joined today by Dr. Elbez and Dr. Lipnitsky, and they are both part of Pain Physicians New York, and you can find out more about them at www.painfreenyc.com. And you guys are in Manhattan and Brooklyn, correct? Correct. 
Okay. So let's uh, kind of continue on uh, with our discussion from last time. Um, anything you guys want to add? Any? Can we just elaborate on, on patient education as well? Yes, I'd love to. Uh, extremely important, and I see it often as a failure coming from many practices. Patients are not born with pain or pathology. Patients right. usually acquire pain and pathology. And understanding where it's coming from, understanding what caused the pain in the first place, including pathology, and changing partial that lifestyle that brought the patient to that point is probably an essential part of any rehabilitation mm-hmm. pain management. It's not right to hold the patient practice for as long as it takes, teaching them little by little the exercises and slowly introducing them back into the life. It's a matter of dealing with pain, restoring the maximum function you can restore out of the joint or muscle or ligament, whatever is being uh, in problem, and equipping the patient with not just exercise and routines that they can follow through and you know possibly uh, engage into those routines further in the gyms and, and so on and so forth, but also understanding what caused the problem in the first place mm-hmm. and avoid those problems in the future. If the patient has been sitting for 12 hours in the chair by the computer, and I'm sure you see many of those mm-hmm. patients, sure, you have to bring to them the, the fact that that's what caused their problem in the first place was lumbar spine disc herniation. That that you know flex position that being pushed constantly on the nucleus and protruding it slowly, slowly, slowly further out, and the weak musculature. So if you equip them already with the exercise. And they understand the fact that they have to change the way they sit or not just ergonomics, but how long they sit, mm-hmm. importance of getting up, doing the stretches you give them. That's already a huge tool for them to utilize, and it has to be done. Otherwise, the patient will be back in your office for the next couple of months. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think you want to equip the patient with to use knowledge to kind of empower them and so that... You know, instead of them always searching for that passive answer, who can I go to? Who can make me feel better? Who can, you know, give me X, Y, like we said before, an epi- I need an epidural shot. I need a drug. It's, it's so much nicer for that patient to kind of feel more empowered through the education you give them to be able to say, oh, I had a little pang. Oh, well, I now kind of know what this is, so I can sort of work on this myself. I can do my exercises. I can remember my posture. I can, you know, kind of, you kind of de-threaten their situation a little bit by giving them that education. Right. They have to take charge of their health. Right. This is probably the the primary uh, target of rehabilitation in general to not just remove the obstacles, but empower the patient with mm-hmm. tools. Sure. And like one of the things I said on the course over the weekend was, let's say it's, you know, you have low back pain. Now, not that you would say this to all of your patients, but maybe if you have ones with that you're a little bit, you've, you've seen them a couple of times, you have good rapport with, you know, one thing that people don't really, like it's, it, your back is part of you and you have to take care of it. So one of the things that the, the instructor said that I thought was kind of funny was like, if your back were on your face, you'd probably take much better care of it. You know? He's absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. You know? If, if your back were on your face, boy, you take good care of it. Look at all the trouble we go to to take care of our face. You know? Yeah. And so I just thought that that was great. True, and but once the person went through this torturous pain that often caused by serious pathology, mm-hmm. I think it's, in general, they asking for that help. Please give me something I can use in the future. Absolutely. Teach me something that as soon as I feel that little bit of the changes coming about that I can do immediately without maybe seeing you right away. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't work, you know, I'll come around. Of course, of course. But I think that, you know, giving the person a little bit more power and knowledge goes a, a long, long way um, to recovery. I know personally that's really what what helped me along the most was learning more about pain, about, you know, how pain 
you know, it's sort of an output of the brain and that not every nociceptive signal up into the brain causes pain. Yeah. You know, because if it did, we, we wouldn't be able to move. If every single nociceptive signal caused pain, we'd be, you guys would be very busy. <laughs> well, we'll be and, and, and one thing, some patients won't even, won't even uh, um, go to, or, or um, uh, are not willing to participate with physical therapy. They're like, I'll go, I'll take the session, I'll be good for like a day, a couple of days, and mm-hmm. then it's back. Mm-hmm. So will I be doing this for the rest of my life? And I said, listen, this is, uh, I mean, um, you have to take charge, as Dr. Lipsky said, you have to take charge of your own health. Mm-hmm. Now, if physical therapy helps you, then then what you need to do is do the same exercises at home. You right. can do that. I mean, some, some things you can do at home, but um, other things you can, especially exercising, sure. posture. Um, and, and that's kind of thing that has to be like a life, life uh, modification. Yeah. Lifetime modification, yeah. Right, and, and, you know, so many studies have been coming out about just what exercise does, the effects it has on the brain. Like you said, it's you're releasing endorphins, you're releasing these sort of happy hormones out of your internal drug cabinet yeah. that can help decrease your pain. Exactly. And, and so it is important for the patient to uh, become priority. They have to make themselves their first priority. You know, and and what I usually like to tell patients is, you know, when they come in, like, you know, and I'm sure Dr. Lipnitsky, you can sort of uh, talk about this as well. But, you know, when people have not been doing the stuff on their own. Oh, absolutely. You know, you, you know it. The patient comes to your office. You see right away this yeah. patient wants you to fix them. Right. Right. And this is something that has to be changed in their mind. We yeah. cannot fix them. Right. We can change we can remove the obstacles in their bodies that mm-hmm. are allowing them to live a pain-free life. But we cannot maintain these obstacles away from them. Right, right. And, and you know, like I say to patients, you know, if you're coming to me, let's say, once or twice a week, I'm seeing you like 0.2% of your week. Yeah. And you have the rest of the time with yourself. And so, you know, when you look at it that way, if they think that all they have to do is is you know get a get an epidural shot and then they're fine for the rest of their lives or get a, a go to the chiropractor get exercises get some body work done go to the PT and they don't have to do anything on their own i think it's a, a really bad misconception and i think if they've gone to a million other practitioners and now they're coming to see you guys and they still have that sort of mindset you know then like you, you said it becomes up to you to educate them Exactly. It's the same thing with, with patients who want to have like a, a back brace or a neck brace. Oh. Like they think this is the yeah. thing that helps my back, so I'm going to keep uh, with right. the brace. And I, 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 I talk to them and I have Dr. Lipnitsky talk to them. I have the, the physical therapist talk to them. Mm-hmm. And we tell them like this is maybe like a short term. You can use it maybe three, four hours a day, but you can't wear it all the time. Mm-mm. Your muscles are going to get weaker. Your right. back is going to be dependent on it. That's and then right. you get more pain. Right, right. Yeah. And then, and also, you know, when you talk about that sort of homunculus up in the brain, you know, yeah. it, that homunculus then starts to think that the brace is part of it. And so it's just that much harder to be able to function without it when your brain thinks that that's part of it. Yeah. Well, just like a pain medication. Sure. You're getting basically your body addicted to help. Right, right, right. When we have everything that we need, well, for the most part, in, in our bodies to kind of, you know, get us back on track. Well, we absolutely do. And the, the fact that the patients, a lot of patients are deconditioned, a lot of patients mm-hmm. are overweight, a lot of patients have very poor nutrition. You know, when you start talking about inflammation, uh, if somebody's asking me, should I be on non-serial anti-inflammatories, like, okay, you can, but there's alternatives. Mm-hmm. Like you take, for example, omega-3, mm-hmm. very powerful anti-inflammatory agent, and no side effects of NSAIDs. Right, right. So no, no ulcers, a, none of that stuff. Right. There's a lot of alternatives. Just try it. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree 100%. And on that, we're going to take a quick break, guys. When we come back, we're going to sort of wrap things up. So what I want you guys to think about is what are the, you know, the main points that you want the listeners to take away from our discussion? And we'll talk about that right after the commercial. So stay tuned. Talking Alternative Radio. 
24 hours a day. Join the Metaphysical Center of New Jersey and the Association for Higher Awareness for two exciting events this fall, live just minutes from New York City in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Dr. Judith Orloff will address her bestseller, Emotional Freedom, and Greg Braden will discuss his latest book, Deep Truth, Living on the Edge. Are you ready for 12-21-12? Save the dates. Judith Orloff, October 18th, and Greg Braden, November 9th and 10th. For early bird tickets, visit metaphysicalcenterofnewjersey.org or ahanj.net. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Wealthy and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and I'm joined today by Dr. Elbez and Dr. Lipnitsky. And we have been talking about the collaborations that uh, these doctors do at Pain Physicians New York. And again, it's www.painfreenyc.com if you wanted to learn more about either one of these uh, great doctors. Um, and like I said, uh, the time goes by so quickly. But because um, we could probably keep going for at least another hour, I think, on this on, on discussion of pain, an hour could go on for days. But so let's uh, talk about some of the key points that you guys want the listeners to uh, take away with them. So, uh, Dr. Albez, we'll start with you. All right. So basically, uh, uh, any patient who has pain has to he's obviously going to go see one practitioner or another. But before you go, you have to think about what are the goals of the treatment? Why do you want to get rid of the pain? What, what are you looking to do? Are you looking to, to just be pain-free? Are you looking to, to um, be able to exercise? Are you looking to, to be able to uh, go to work? Mm-hmm. That, that's the main thing. And discuss this with your practitioner. The other thing is um, you should ask questions. Um, yes. Ask lots of questions about your pain, treatment, alternatives. And then the most important thing is you have to be an active member of the team that treats your pain. So uh, unless you participate with them, um, it's kind of like, help me help you. Unless you help the, 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 the practitioner, he's not going to be able to help you. You have to be receptive to the treatment and be an active member of yes. the team with him. I agree 100%. Yeah. And Dr. Lipnitsky, what are some things you'd like the listeners to take away with? I think that Patients have to understand that the pain is a very complex and um, multi-problematic problem on its own. Mm -hmm. And to address that problem, you have to look at it from different perspectives. And there's many approaches to treat the pain. Uh, Some of those approaches will work on you, some of them will not, but the more comprehensive the overall approach to that pain is, the more beneficial it is for the patient and the faster the pain will go away right. and stay away. Yeah, and, and I agree. And, and I think it's important that you mention that pain is sort of multifaceted. You know, if it was just point A to point B equals pain, then Dr. Elbitz can go in and just cut it. Yeah. 
and then the person will be fine. Unfortunately, that that's just not the nature of pain. You know, that it is multifaceted and that it, it does take on a lot more than just, um, just, you know, you have a herniated disc. Well, like Dr. Elba said, that might not even be the problem. So, and even if it is the problem, it still requires uh, really multiple specialists sure. to get rid of the herniation, yeah. well, without surgery. Right, of course. Right. And so, listen, I think that they are great points for everyone and I, I'm, I'm definitely going to be, you know, putting, listening to this when I get home later and putting it up, certainly up on, on Twitter and Facebook. Because I think that those are great points for anyone who's in chronic pain or acute pain going to see any type of, of doctor, physical therapist, acupuncturist, chiropractor. Um, so I want to thank both of you for your time today. And I'm sorry that it went by so quickly. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having us. Of any time. And, and uh, again, uh, this will be up on iTunes, uh, hopefully by tomorrow. So you can always go to iTunes, to the podcast section, Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart, and you can uh, catch this uh, for the next couple of months, I'm sure. It will still be up there. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And next week, we're going to be talking with a physical therapist who was just at uh, the Olympics. So we're going to talk all about his Olympic experience as a physical therapist. And everyone, have a great week and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Nancy Tatro from Speak Spin Radio. Speak Spin Radio is an exploration of the world of communication, how it happens and how to make it better, because the quality of your communication has a direct impact on the quality of your life. Tune in Mondays at 2 p.m. on TalkingAlternative.com, where I'll be interviewing experts from business, academia, the arts, and new thought. Join me Mondays at 2 p.m. and get all your communications questions answered on Speak Spin Radio. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant. Helping conscious people be better business people. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. This is Tony Martinetti, the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Technology, fundraising, compliance, social media. Small and medium nonprofits have needs in all these areas. My guests are expert in all these areas and more. Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern, on Talking Alternative Broadcasting. Are you concerned about the future of your business or career? Would you like it all to just be better? Well, the way to do that is through better communication. And the best way to do that is training from the team at Improving Communications. This is Larry Sharp, host of the Ivory Tower Radio Program and director at Improving Communications. Does your office need better leadership, customer service, sales, or maybe better writing or speaking skills? Could they be better at dealing with confrontation, conflicts, and touchy subjects? All are covered here at Improving Communications. If you're in the New York City area, stop by one of our public classes or get your human resources in touch with us. The website is improvingcommunications.com. That's improvingcommunications.com. Improve your professional environment. Be more effective. Be happier and make more money. Improving Communications. That's the answer. TalkingAlternative.com